Hey guys, this is King's Kitchen. This is your host, King Cook, and I'm joined here today by a good old friend by the name of Sundog. He hails from New Zealand. Say hello, Sundog. Yo, what's up, boys? How we doing? So, uh, we met through, um, to be specific, through Kill Bill the Rapper's old Twitch streams where he would play some video games, maybe make some beats, and we'd be all in the chat talking to each other, and we made a nice little group chat. A lot of the people you might hear on here, I met through there, or through those people I met on there. So, um, yeah. We'll tell you a bit more about how we met today. <laughs> that group chat was pretty interesting in the beginning, wasn't it? Yeah, dude. I, cause the whole reason that group chat came about was that, uh, is it, was it Pinky? It was Pinky, Pinky yeah. Play? Yeah, she was claiming that she was going to send Bill a whole bunch of money, and she wanted... Mm -hmm. I each just sent a video message, I think, to her. A hundred, a hundred messages for a hundred dollars, um, yeah. sub or something like that. That was, I don't, did anyone, I don't think anyone actually sent a video, right? It never happened. Yeah. <laughs> I remember she's, I heard about it, I was like, there's no way she's actually sending, like, that money. Yeah, and she said, like, oh, or just, like, come up with a message or something. And, like, yeah. I said I would, but I just never did it. <laughs> and she never went through with it, man. No, and then the the group chat now is in shambles. Like she oh, yeah. said something that was really scary and concerning, and then left, and then he off the leader now, and like nobody talks in there except like yeah, once in a while. I feel so bad because I really liked like chatting in that group chat, like during the streams and stuff. Mm -hmm. When I wanted it to be like you know just that small group, and right, it was a great right. time. It's empty as fuck. Yeah, I remember we'd be like talking in there it's like oh let's go back to the twitch chat and then just never did it because we were the people <laughs> we wanted to interact with anyway <laughs> yeah for sure there's only a couple people who were actually active in it right like it was well, maybe, well more like i guess like 10 but they were quite like there were more 10 in the group chat i'm pretty sure there was definitely at least a third of the population does not did not talk after the first true interaction so people who oh. actually like will still respond is nba who, yeah. um, yeah, NBA, Kioth, me, you, Sparky, um, Upunya, <laughs> um, Pinky, until she just left and gave yeah. the power to, um, to, yeah, to Kioth, which is crazy because me and Sparky are making a joke about how he was gonna, like, first the group chat and then he's gonna usurp the whole stream. <laughs> like Bill's <laughs> Twitch stream, which is uh, a little topical now, what happened recently, but uh, yeah. more on that later. Nice little podcast trope, more on that later. A little foreshadowing? Yeah. Um, but man, I feel like finding somebody through music is like a shared artist you can both relate to is almost like a guarantee, like you're going to click with that person. Almost, oh, yeah. almost always. <laughs> And a lot of, like, a lot of rappers, especially, like, especially Kill Bill and Rap, they, what they rap about is very personal and very specific yep. as well, a lot of the stuff. And so that anyone who can, like, two people who can, who, like, Kill Bill or Rap, generally a lot of the time that means they are going through similar, similar stages in their life a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, especially with, uh, Rap's newest album, like, that shit is, that shit's Like, what he says just really had me shocked. Like, you know, that's very, very personal stuff. Yeah, and like that one, like that's gonna bring people together. You know what I mean? I was like, "Are you good? Like, do you need yeah. to talk to somebody? Like, does, did your girl know that you wrote this album? Like, this is some dark, just the deep stuff. Like, especially um, was it Dead End? My gosh, like that one line where it's like, open up the kitchen drawer and grab the nut, and then it like cuts off. Oh, I'm like, yeah. this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the one that personally shocked me the most was the second song on the album. Oh, was it who? Hold on, let me. It's it's oh, me, me never. never. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that song was you know like some of the lyrics about like killing himself. I was like, holy fuck, this dude is struggling. Like, and this dude is just he's just putting it on the internet for everyone to see. Like, that's 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 insane, you know. Yeah, Rav's an I interesting, was... very interesting person. I would yeah. say. Very interesting background, too. Yeah. For sure. Born into the, was it the USSR, like, weeks before it disbanded? Um, in, uh, Russia, specifically. 
and okay. like yeah and now that like, he's obviously of like asian descent and then like he lives in london now so he's seen a lot <laughs> and experienced yeah. a lot and like came and met bill like they met him and bill met through new grounds when that was like a it wasn't just oh, a video. I mean, back then it was it was a lot of different things. It was like video games, animations, rapping. It was like yeah, they had yeah, the yeah. little clicks and stuff. And they met each other. <clears throat> and then he came and visited Bill in America, and they just kind of became best of friends. Did start that way though, if, because I'm sure you you've heard their um them talk about it in their podcast, right? I'm actually not 100 sure if I have because I only got into their podcast more recently, and I haven't had them. Uh, I haven't had them I'm this year because it's it's been my final year of school, and so I yep. really listened to heaps of them to be 100 honest with you. Right, right, right. Um, to to make it short, when they met, it was kind of they were in different circles that didn't like each other, but like they would kind of reach out to do collabs, but then like there'd be beef between their groups, their circles, yeah. and then they wouldn't do it. Um, and then I guess all of a sudden they had a conversation one time and realized, oh wow, this guy's actually cool. Like from both yeah. parties. And then they would start, like, Skyping and FaceTiming just kind of all day. Like, they, like, they would just kind of leave it on. And, uh, like, they, one of them would be working on beats, so the other one's just listening. They'd just be talking. Like, that's such a crazy thing. I can't imagine, like, just, I guess, where you're at. You just don't have any people that you can relate to on that level. And you just become friends yeah. with somebody on, like, the other side of the planet. Well, <laughs> I guess I can relate to that a bit, huh? Yeah. You asked about the podcast with a guy from fucking New Zealand. Or... <laughs> a place I would love to visit one day. It looks yeah. like a very beautiful country. It fucking is, dude. It's, it is cooking right now. I'm sitting in shorts and a t-shirt. And I'm overheating like mad. Can't relate. It's getting <laughs> colder here. <laughs> yeah, dude, I bet, man. I bet. I, uh, yeah, that is crazy, like, being in a call with someone for, like, just, you know, the entire day, like, and, you know, just going about your day with them in the call, I just cannot understand, you know, like, I can't believe that, you know, like, that's, yeah. that's a, I must have got on really, really well for that to happen. Yeah, they, like, and it's clear from their music that they kind of suffer from the same inhibitions to a degree but just express them in different ways and i think even view them and deal with them in different ways like yeah. bill how do i put this rab's very raw about it i think bill yeah. well, this is kind of related to what's coming later but um he seems to has he put it he changed it he he would describe situations in his real life but not use names or not be descriptive yeah. enough that if someone heard it, they'd know it's them and then hate him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which, um... He's a lot more tricky about it. Like, he, he switches it up a bit. Whereas yeah. Brad, I want to fucking die. Basically. Basically, yeah. That's, like, like the difference. Like, that is, yeah, that is what I was about to say. Is yeah, they... One, like, yeah, Brad's very blunt, whereas Bill is a lot more... Like, he romanticizes what he says a bit more. Like, he... Yeah, you know, that's the perfect way to put it. Yeah. Because, like, when I listen to his music, it's more wistful and kind of yeah. melancholy, whereas Rev, who loves using the term melancholy to, um, you know, symbolize his depression, he's yeah. more, he's definitely way more raw. And I think that's why I listen to Bill's music a bit more, is because I've always loved wistful music. Like, have you heard of Kai Dreams? I'm afraid I have not heard of Tiger. Um, um, who else could I? It just I think that's why I like a lot of the like lo-fi music that has some words in it, but not a ton, yeah. because it's like sad and melancholy, but like it's always, always, always wistful. Like I love this song. I might as well find it since I have my phone right in front of me. Um, yeah. But there's a line from it, and it's just like a whisper, and it's just like. It was just a dream. Do you think she could have loved me? And it's just like that kind of stuff. And that's more the same energy yeah. as Bill's kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. Like, but then Rav's just like, <laughs> they tell me do better, be better. <laughs> Who? Me? Yeah, <laughs> like that kind of thing. It's very easy to understand what he's talking about. Yeah. And it's more like, I feel like Bill's talks a lot about interactions with, like, how interactions with people have affected him. Whereas yeah, yeah, Rev, yeah. How, like, interactions, like, with his own head have affected... Like, you know, how he fucked himself up, you know, but... 
like, you know, like, you know, like his, his struggles within, within himself, whereas Bill's a lot is like with other people, I feel like. That's, at least that's what I've experienced from him. You definitely dissected that more than I ever gave it enough time to. Because <laughs> it was always, I was like, I love both their music, but I always find myself listening to Bill. And I think it's because I'm a very wistful person, very wistful soul, if you will. Um, even ever since a kid, I've always had this like magical world that existed outside my reality. All my stuffed animals had names and stories and interactions, and like I was all the the battles between them and stuff, and I've always been very imaginative, and <clears throat> the story I never finished, the short story I'm writing that I want to finish, is um, kind of talking about that, and it's kind of, it's a, it's a fictional story that, um, I don't want to spoil it, but basically, it's about fiction and reality and an interaction between the two of them. In a very specific situation with somebody else in my life at one point in high school, because for those of you who don't know, I'm a college student. Um, I, this person was kind of in the same place I was. We both, and I love using this quote because I just came up with it one day. We both, um, we both lived in fantasy to escape the reality we hated, like, together. And I kind of... Yeah, and I kind of shared that fantasy world I had as a child with them, and we kind of made one together, and that's why our um, our bond was so unique. But that is all in the past, and that's a story for another day. <laughs> a, that is definitely echoing of, uh, or relatable to what Bill, you know, that sounds a lot like what Bill would make. Mm -hmm. I bet quote straight out of one of his songs, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, it kind of does. And then it's and then it's fucking his new album, dude. Whenever that's coming out. Uh, yeah. On that subject, um, the reason we've been skirting around the spill a little bit is for those we don't know. Recently, it came out that he was. Uh, I guess the the best way to put it was a little unfaithful to Joe, his his ex now. Um, basically. It was revealed only because their pet dog bumped his laptop that uh, he'd been, let's say, securing some questionable content of a sexual nature from someone she knew under an anonymous name. And amongst other things, or some other things, but, you know, I'll, maybe I'll link the Twitter post in yeah. uh, his apology and all that in the description of the video when this goes up. But, um very shocking to a lot of people oh, people yeah. a lot of people took it very different ways i saw yeah, some uh interesting <laughs> yeah how about you, you go ahead what, what do you think was your first thought your reaction when you saw this my first thought was what he said was like what he did he fucked up you know he made a mistake yep and his but his apology was really good i think he apologized really well i don't think he yeah. excuses course but like it was very heartfelt he you know he said you know that he regretted his actions they were messed up like and then he said that he was seeking therapy and you know like it was very heartfelt and i was i was really like this is good you know he, he's obviously clearly regretted his actions and he wants to you know he wants to become better as a person from you know this experience definitely um <clears throat> i was in a little bit of shock because the oh, first yeah. thing i saw was Rav saying, I need some time to think. And my first thought, because of his new album, was like, oh my gosh, did this girl not like how raw he was in the album when she broke up with him? <laughs> that was like my immediate first thought when I saw that tweet. And then I was like scouring the comments and nobody was saying what it was. They were all just saying like, da, 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 like you, you know, just take your time. And I'm like, what, it, what are they talking about? And someone links Bill's tweet and I go and read it. And like, right. I don't think I'm the kind of person that puts people on a pedestal or holds someone like has idols because I don't really look up anyone in that sense yeah. but my gosh I didn't for a second I thought I was in a dream because Bill just kind of represents like yeah you know he makes some vulgar jokes and stuff but like he just kind of represents a more innocent side of like I don't know he just He's very wholesome I don't know guy. how to put it he's very wholesome very yeah genuine, very, I like, yeah, I definitely, I'm in the same boat. I've never had, like, idols as such. But I was in a way I was looking up to this guy because he, you know, since I discovered him in July of last year, he's, like, the only artist I've, like, constantly listened to. 
you know yeah. like and it always was like very like very compassionate talking about how people have like fucked with him in the past and i was like you know i was, kind of, I was trusting of how of of him as a as a internet celebrity if you will yeah and reading that was very oh, fuck man that's that's really uncool yeah it was hard to swallow like yeah. i'm reading it and like i don't know i wouldn't say like vertigo but like you know the whole thing where people say like the world's like spinning around them yeah, it almost yeah. felt like that i remember it's like the whole like what's it called light bulb memory where like you remember where you were when some catastrophe happened like i was like standing in my like living room slash kitchen i'm reading this and i'm just like oh my gosh this yeah. is happening right now this is real this is not a a little game and like it's not just what happened and my gosh it's it was horrible what happened i feel horrible for joe because it sounds like they were both like people who have insecurities and are vulnerable with each other and like trusted each other and then this comes out and it's like wow like yeah my my image of bill is smeared but like way more important than that like how does joe feel about this and like even bigger well not yeah, sorry not even bigger on top of that bill is a part of so many things that are happening like he was on rav's album like it literally just dropped and the day after we hear this and like immediately my mind went to channel f which is my favorite song from the album and i'm like that is the last we're gonna hear from him for a while because my gosh is he canceled right now <laughs> oh yeah yeah, it's crazy to um, to think about. They talked about cancel culture in one of their podcast episodes, and I think that's why Rav was so careful and articulate with how he dealt with it, because they don't like cancel culture. They believe yeah. people, like, it, you shouldn't, like, and I agree. It shouldn't be like society as a collective just decides this person no longer deserves to make a livelihood because they messed up. It shouldn't be like that. It should be like, yeah, they obviously, if you don't feel comfortable personally, sure, don't support their stuff. But don't try to force everyone else not to because maybe some people want to see them grow as a person and still think yeah. they should be able to do what they love as their career. Like, yeah. Because I want to see Bill come back. I'm glad that he sees that he needs therapy. He wants to get better. And it's not like, I'm not saying he came out and said this and he admitted that he was doing it because Joe made very clear because I went, I dared to delve into the discord. <laughs> I kind of regretted it, but I got oh, some good information. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joe apparently was trying to make it very clear that he was not upfront about this. It's only because their dog happened to knock the the, um, the laptop over and then she saw it but um yeah it's also this is in really bad taste but um he also made jokes about that dog stepping on his crotch several times and he said he had it out for him and uh little ironic if you oh, ask me a little that, ironic <laughs> that is that is crazy. I'm going to be 100% honest. Um, I only found out about the tweet from when you messaged, uh, like, the, you know, when you sent it to uh, the good chat. Yeah. I had no knowledge before that, and I probably wouldn't have had any knowledge because I, really, I don't really use Twitter. Right, right. At all. So I, I open up Twitter when I get messages from the, the good chat. That is literally the only reason I open it. Right. That's kind and of why so, I wanted to put it in there because I knew some yeah, people don't really good. use Twitter I, that much. I need to see that because I am very... You know, I'm quite invested in their, you know, them as a person. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like them as in Kill Bill and Rab. Like, I'm very, yep. I like hearing about, you know, stuff they're doing. And knowing that, you know, I think I needed to hear that. Because if I was listening to their music without, uh, or Bill's music without knowing that, it would have felt kind of wrong, you know, like, looking back once I found out. Because, you know, yeah. I, I still listen to music regularly, but now there's a bit of a bitterness to it, unfortunately. Until, yes. uh, until they can come back mm -hmm. as... Uh, you know, a better person, and then I, I really don't think that music's ever gonna sound like it used to. Definitely not, cause um, it always, cause it always, the whole idea of wistfulness and Bill, he illustrates his paranoia differently, and when 
when this happened, my mind immediately went to my favorite song, I think, from Rav, Bill, and Square together, which was Celadon. And my mind immediately went to his verse when he said, um, where's it at? Where's the old Bill? When he says, oh, you watched me grow from out the vine that never cut me when I stuck you. I hope I never see the days of love me turn to fuck use. Like, that is literally the first thing that popped in my mind when I saw that. I was like, my gosh, he knew. And this was how he was expressing it. And maybe that's not what he exactly had in mind. But he says stuff like that way too often that that was not on his mind that he was doing yeah. that. Because apparently it was going on for years. Yeah. Um, Cause, so, um, like... There was that thing that he said where he was talking about how he took an un, like a picture of a woman unknowingly. Yep, yep, yep. That's the one that I, I was, I was going to refrain from. But that was yeah. years ago, right? Like, that was... Ever, yes. Like, like, that was a long, long time ago. And for him to not come clean about that and from just to have it in 2020 when it was like four or five years ago it was insane yeah and he said that thing about like being sneaky and all and it's like yeah. wow it's just really that like my like with how many times he says stuff like that in his songs you know at least half of those are specifically about that and he just want he just didn't want to say anything yeah like, especially he... recently if he was paying for um Yep. I think it was a it was a fans like uh was it OnlyFans or something? Some yeah, but it was like also somebody that Joe was friends with, and yeah, he was like yeah, using yeah. an anonymous name. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. I was very yeah, very yeah, very much so. Um, I said as much in my response to him, but I wasn't as hard on him in the same in words. I expressed it a bit differently because people were kind of saying the same thing over and over and I hate just yeah. being a voice in the crowd so I tried to be very specific instead of just vague so um I think I remember like how I put it was more along the lines of like um hmm how did I put it I basically said something along the lines of like I personally think that everyone has evil inside of them which I do and that it express people are better or worse in different areas than other people the way it comes out and i just wanted him to remember that i don't want him to feel lesser as a person it's just a matter of he got caught and that doesn't make it better it's just a matter of like i don't like i didn't want him to think like I don't know. Like, the way that he talks in his songs, he thinks pretty low of himself, and I think he should for this. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like, clearly so. But it's just, like, I don't want him to think like he's, like, at a ba on a very base level, not lower. It's just a matter that this is a struggle he has, and he happened yeah. to get caught. I guess that's yeah. the best way to put it. Um, yeah. You can only, you can't, you can't, if you... <laughs> I'm a, I firmly believe you cannot change your desires, only your actions, and only to a degree at that point, even there. <laughs> of course, this depends on how strong these desires are, of course. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he obviously, they were obviously pretty strong with him, you know. And yeah, like you say, there's evil, and that, you know, that, uh, that liking of being sneaky, that's an evil, you know, that's an evil thing, especially yeah. in such a uncommitted relationship. Oh, definitely. It's... And, like, it just really sucks, because I saw, before she made her, she made, like, a new account that was private. She had one that was public, and she posted, like, this really nice tweet about him. Like, oh, like, get yourself someone like this, who's, like, sweet and talented and stuff like that. And, like, looking back at that, I'm like, my gosh, this is just so sad. Like, they they just both seemed like such wholesome people. Yeah. And like it and then it turns out that like he's doing all this stuff, but like Yeah. So that's that's uh that's something I wanted to touch on in this episode because I just felt like they inspired me so much to even think about making a podcast. Like mm -hmm. they were the first podcast I ever just kinda listened to, I think. You know, besides creepypastas, but that's really just a collection of readings. It's different. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Like, I would listen, I listened to, I found Bill's music, strangely enough. Have you ever heard of Oliver Tree? 
I have indeed. Overtree, uh, he's classic. I don't personally like his music that much, but I know all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it that much at the beginning, but it's one of those things where, like, the more you listen to it, the at least for me, the more you listen to it, the more you like it. But um, in I, you know, on Spotify, you can just hit like start radio for an artist. Yeah, yeah, of course. I was listening to one from him, and about last night from Amona pops up, and oh, wow. I was like, "What am I listening to?" And not in yeah. a bad way. It's like yeah. you have this like classical jazzy music playing, and then this like deep monotone voice rapping over it and there was like a part of my brain being tickled that had like never been activated before and i was and just drawn in and the yes with the end is insane yes that is what got me into watching fully Cooley. i was listening to this thing at the end and i'm like what in the world am i listening to i need to know more yeah that's how and, i discovered um, it yeah, my gosh, I love Fully Cooley. Well, you know that. You've seen my profile picture. I, <laughs> I have indeed. I love it as well. I, yeah, I got entirely uh, inspired to watch it from, I think it was about last night, but also I think there's a song at the end of Reason. Yep. Yeah, Wait. yeah, it's, um, it's I Trust You. The end of I Trust You has the song. Oh, yeah. Okay. Also, um, I firmly believe that, what is it? What's the actual song called? I Ramona. It's something, and then in quotations, in uh, parentheses, the overflow. I think summertime, the overflow. Yeah. I feel was, like there's yeah. some references in there, in my yeah. humble opinion. I think there, yeah, there's a sample in that one as well. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. There definitely yeah. was. Yeah. And yeah, once I once I heard those, I was like, what is this? What is this anime? And I I managed to find it. It's not it's not particularly easy because. Kill Bill, he's a well-known, but, like, you don't find that much about his music online. Right. No, um, not at all. Like, you get maybe lyrics, and then there's maybe, like, one website which has anything more than that. And yeah. so I was I was searching for it, and I finally found it, and I watched it. And it is one of the weirdest animes I've ever watched. Weird is a like, good word. Weird in a good way. Like, of course, yeah. like, I... Because I think with anime... There's, there's a different culture, you know, like, that's an, those shows are an entirely different culture to, you know, American, like, it's completely different, like, you know, very different views in terms of, like, you know, like, for instance, like, there's a lot of, like, sexualization of, like, younger people. Yes. In those shows, because that's what the, that's what the law is over there, is, you know, much lower age consent, and that's not present in, that's not present in Fully Cooley, but just all, it's just such a weird, a weird plot, you know, the whole show, yeah. like, and crazy animation as well. Very, and references to other animes that I did not understand yeah. because I'm not very cultured in older anime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's it's like 2006, is it? Oh gosh, oh, yeah, it must have been. It was on Adult Swim back like a while ago. Yeah, it's so old. But I'm I was so sad when I finished episode six and I went to click on the next one and realized it was the last one. I was like, holy shit, this is the end of the show. Like I could not believe yeah. it. It's basically a two-hour movie. That's basically yeah. It's 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 six episodes of twenty minutes. Yeah, I wonder if you could condense like, I wonder if it's like a like a fan edit that's just a film. Because honestly, like I mean, it'd be pretty easy to piece it together. Yeah, all you gotta do is filter out like some of the ending things, like probably, and then put it together, and you could probably get like an hour forty minute like movie. Hey. Editing Cook here. Just wanted to let you guys know the following segment's gonna have some spoilers for Fooly Cooly, an amazing anime I highly recommend you go watch. You can find it for free on YouTube. And it's like six episodes that are 20 minutes long, so it's like literally a two hour movie. So, like, if you haven't watched it, what's wrong with you? Go do that right now. Uh, so, uh, I'm gonna press, uh, let me just, uh, press play here and, uh, get you back in the episode. I that'd think it's literally. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah. The, between five and six, that'd be a bit of a swing, because there's like time skip in there, because Haruko true. just like runs off with uh, what is it, Battle Mechanica, whatever he's called. I that don't um, <laughs> that um. Oh my gosh, I just forgot my favorite character's name. I am so ashamed. Do you mean? Like the robot? Like you mean no, like the mechanic? No, no, no. Let me do this. Okay, Mimi, right. Mamimi, Mamimi. Oh, um, right, yeah. She called him 
like the god like the weird like the god of death's name or something like that and yeah. um even like the foundation started calling him that for some reason which didn't make any sense if i remember right yeah um, it's, yeah it's very odd though but i love it so much oh yeah it's like I and i can also like anime it's an essential anime i think like i like i i watch a lot of anime like i watch a shit ton of anime and me and my, I got my friends into it, and I've recommended every single one of them to watch Bully Cooley, and none of them have watched it, and it makes me so sad. Wow, because, they're really missing out. Yeah, and it's only, it's so short, you could watch it in one day so easily, you know. You could just sit down and watch it like a movie, like literally. Yeah. Watch it over dinner, dude, it's literally so short. Yeah, it's, uh, I think the reason, well, I actually have it in my, like, cards like my little bio and uh that i have a link to but um yeah. the, i just the reason i like it so much i think and i choose night night wow i used to say his name right naota to <laughs> the reason i use naota to like represent myself is because i relate to that well the way bill explained it in a way that i'd also read online well he didn't explain it too much um i i saw a video explaining Apparently, it's kind of hard to figure it out if you just watch it yourself, unless you watch it several times. But every single character is a symbol and representation, besides Naota, of like an adult type of adult you shouldn't be, and like how adults all have their own flaws, and how in a way they all act like kids. Because like everything in the show is a symbol of growing up, and Naota's trying to grow up prematurely, and then like the moral at the end is like, no, don't rush it. Like stay a kid as long as you can. Um, That's crazy. I never. Yeah, thought like that. his, like his dad. Bad example. Haruko. Bad example because she's like it's like carefree to an extreme, like a bad extreme. Mamimi oh. is the uh, giving up and like just, just like sinking into your sadness. And um, the guy with the eyebrows. I forget what his deal was specifically, but like he's he's not a good representation of being an adult either. And like every single thing in the show represents that. And even the uh, symbol on his head when he fuses with the robot. I, oh, oh, is it Ponto? What's he? I don't want to keep saying it wrong. But um, the symbol on his head says like, I think it means adult. And then in the end with the whole like final fight and all that, the symbol he gets on his head means kid. When he like turns into that red thing with the two guitars. Yeah, um, that's when he like recognizes he doesn't like he wants to be a kid, and then like Haruko like wants him to leave, and then she realizes something, and she's like, oh, whatever, and just leaves. Um, which the the ending is what makes me hate the fact that there's a sequel so much, and I refuse to watch it because I, yeah. I won't do it because Haruko comes back and then like is talking to like some group of girls, and it's like, well, I don't what, literally whatever it's about, it will, it will just take away from the integrity of the first. And then I saw somewhere that it's like this is not the same Haruko, and I'm like, if it's gonna be like that, I really don't want to watch it. Yeah, like, it just like if what you're like what you're saying about the metaphors and stuff. Like I remember the end of the show; I just finished it so perfectly. Yeah, you know, I like, did. You know, like he's, you know, like because there's all the the smoke going around, right? Yeah. Also, I remembered. Um, you should definitely put a spoiler in case people haven't seen this shit. Like yeah. <laughs> I always like, hope. I mean, I feel like we were vague enough. I don't know. I feel like we we're pretty vague. I don't yeah, think we spoiled true. any plot points. We could, like, just in just in case people want to not have anything, you could just put a bit of a warning beforehand. You know, just because mm -hmm. I I would hate to not have seen the show and listen to this. <laughs> I'll, I'll, maybe I'll try, I'll try to edit it in. I'll be like, yeah, hey, yeah. editing King Cook here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Let me say it right now. And then oh. I'll edit it in later. <laughs> I'll move it back. Just whole thing in. <laughs> yeah, okay, so. Insert last minute low effort spoiler warning you have previously been forced to endure. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that fucking, uh, like, ruffling was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that was going to come out good. Yeah. Um, okay, back to what I was saying. Um, the ending, like, it finishes so perfectly, you know, when there's all the smoke outside, and he's like, you know, he's, he's accepting that, you know, like, he's accepting everything, you know, like, he seems to be understanding himself a lot better than at the start. And I don't know, it just was 
was a very beautiful finish, and I thought this is the perfect ending. And I'm sad it's only six episodes, but I think that it shouldn't have been any longer. I think right. it's, it's pretty well. Yeah, I think I agree in the sense that I love world building, and every time something ends, to me, it's like, well, you could have done so much more with that world. But sometimes the story is more important than the world you built to put it in. And in this case, that's what this, that's what it is. And then there's um, anime like Naruto, where it's all about the world building, and it's like 800 episodes, and it's just yeah, like where it could bad. have ended way much earlier. <laughs> there's oh my gosh, I have a lot to say about Naruto. Well, not a ton. Okay, so I grew up playing games, right? Yeah, just like just uh, like Ultimate Ninja One, Two, and Three. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. And then I also played. Um, Chronicles, but all of this took place in the first series, and yeah. I don't know, like, the games just don't do the story justice at all. Really? And, you go, and I, yeah, I went and watched the anime two, two years ago or so, and the first one, I stopped at the filler, but I was like, like, I, again, spoiler warning, I'm not gonna say much, but if you haven't watched Naruto at this point, I don't think you're going to, but I still highly recommend that you do. <laughs> but um <laughs> but um basically like it starts off he has knows like the reason he's such a troublemaker is because nobody cares about him his parents would would not be too spoilerly are not in his life because of things that happened with the demon like the, the, sorry they're they're uh, spirits demons are in the second series and it's clarified that there's a difference but um the fox spirit he has inside of him um, has something to do with his parents not being around and like everyone makes fun of him and like Iruka sensei the one who's like basically the equivalent of your high school teacher if you're a ninja um, <laughs> Like he's really hard on him, but it's because he can relate to him because he was in a similar situation And like he gets the first person who cares about him and like is rooting him on and then from then on still everyone thinks he's a loser and he has to fight hard and harder and harder to like be on the level with them and he makes Sasuke his rival and like he starts earning respect first from just them like his squad because yeah. they see what he can do and then he comes back to the village and everyone still thinks he's a loser and then like he starts doing well in this tournament and it's like everyone's like oh my gosh we were so wrong look at him he's so much better now and like that's kind of the peak of his character development, I think, because then he kind of stops letting it bother him. But it's kind of a silent transition, which I think, in a way, is good. Because it means it no longer bothers him enough to think about it. And then you have this weird arc at the end with Sasuke. And I don't want to get into detail, but, like, they just kind of retconned a bunch of stuff that they didn't show before. And, like, they make the whole bond with him important. And I get it. First, he just learned to be comfortable with himself, and then to be comfortable with, like, other people and earn their respect. And then the one person who refuses to respect him simply because of a whole, like, like superiority con complex, he wants his approval, I guess. But it comes in the, uh, in the form of, like, I'm trying to be your friend and you're not letting me. And then there's this final fight, and, like, it should have ended right there no shippuden no nothing and like a lot of people will literally cut my head off for that opinion but like man all shippuden is is like hey you know that show that was really good yeah let's make them older and make cooler jutsus but also drag it out way too long yeah. and have a ton of filler because we're ahead of the manga and all this stuff and like yeah i know it's good everyone tells me there's good stuff in it but I'm satisfied with the story that I only got pieces of in the games just wrapped yeah. into one little anime that's like 300 episodes long, if I remember correctly, and I like it like that, and I don't want, <laughs> I just really don't want to watch a Putin, and people get really mad yeah. when I say that. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been got heaps of experience with Naruto because I only, I only got into anime maybe four years ago, yeah, like mm -hmm. 2015, and... I would want to. I wanted to get a good, like, uh, I wanted to get a good backlog of like the more popular smaller ones. You know, like ones that aren't as long. So I haven't mm -hmm. seen anything that's over like sixty episodes. You know, like I've seen like really? on Titan, Death Note, uh, 
like Tokyo Ghoul, you know, like a lot of the classics and stuff, but I've never really seen oh, anything. But soon, now that I'm done with uh, high school, subtle brag, um, I have a lot of I have a lot of spare time. You know, to get into whatever I want. I yeah. I myself have not watched that many, but I guess since I've watched some somewhat longer ones, maybe I've watched about the same amount as you. Um, I can literally count on two hands how many I've watched. And out of the ones that stand out, I would say I've watched Attack on Titan. New season just started. That's a little yeah. exciting. Um, I have to say the first episode, I don't want to spoil it, I guess, since it's fairly new. I found it underwhelming, simply because oh, it's yeah, about character. Because, like, half of half the characters are ones I don't like because of things that happened before. And then half the characters are characters I don't know. And it's like, well, I was I supposed to enjoy that? <laughs> yeah, it was, I was watching it with a mate, and we were both kind of like, yo, this is boring as fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, it's like... Fuck, dude, I did not give a shit. I wanted... I was like, where are, the, where are, all, my, where are my bros at? Yeah, like, it's like you, you just... Know, three seasons. You just put the characters I already didn't like in Nazi costumes. Whoop de doo! I already didn't like them. You don't have to try that hard. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. And then, like, uh, let me think. Naruto, obviously the first series. I, I will not, and did not, did not, and will never watch the entire final season that is entirely filler and because of the way hulu split it up it's four seasons but apparently it's way more seasons than that and like it's two seasons of filler maybe question mark i'm not sure but um it's literally every episode is like we have a lead on where to find sasuke and naruto has to argue to get onto the mission and then they find information that does not get them anywhere except onto another clue which will never get them to sasuke and it's like, I already know the second season, the second series, is when they finally find him again. And it's not even in, like, <laughs> the beginning. So, like, I already know what's going to happen. That's why I stick to shorter ones, because they, they don't have filler. You know, Attack on Titan has zero filler episodes. You cannot oh, miss yeah. any episode without missing a crucial bit of information. You know, like, you'll skip one and suddenly you'll be like, what the fuck is going on here? What, you know, what have I missed? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who is this man that's fucking killing? Like, that's insane. I love it. Brian Harry him. Ape Titan. Where'd he come from? <laughs> yeah, that was. What I was gonna mention it. <laughs> that was one I was gonna mention. Like, that was the first anime I've ever, I ever saw was Attack on Titan. That's a really good introduction, and that's a high yeah. standard. That's a very high yeah. standard. <laughs> oh, I guess I mean I guess I saw Pokemon when I was a kid, but not much. Oh, I guess I should put that on my list, too. I watched a bit here and there. I had the old, um, like, the actual VCR tapes <laughs> for Pokemon. Oh, yeah, the Pokemon yeah, movie? My gosh, yeah. dude. I think the yeah. first Pokemon media I saw was the movie after playing the game, so that was an experience. <laughs> I have never seen a Pokemon movie, to my knowledge. And I'm uh, so listen, sad about that. The only one... I would say watch the first one, and I don't mean that remake they made because I heard very disturbing things about it. Don't watch it. And when I say disturbing things, I mean one scene that ruined my childhood because it's the same scene as the first one, but Pikachu speaks. I knew you were going to fucking mention that. I've heard people complain about that online so much, and I am... Dude, that is just not how... Pokemon work, especially Pikachu, no. like, that does not make any sense. I mean, no. I guess and how can talk, but, like, I feel like there's, there's reasoning for that. Yeah, like, I got scared because the way it was described to me is, oh, Pokemon talk now, and I'm like, wait, oh, let me get no. this straight. Let me make sure I understand what you're saying. You're saying that in the show, Pokemon talk now. I'm like, yeah, I guess. I'm like, that's really bad. But, like, I think it was just that one thing from that one movie, and I don't know why they lied to me, or just didn't know. Maybe they heard it from someone else. Maybe they did. But, um, yeah. Pokemon, just for the movies, just watched the first movie with Mewtwo. And then I heard the second one is also good. I saw bits and pieces. I think it's about the legendary birds, maybe. Or maybe it's about Lu... I, no, actually, I think it's about Lugia and Ho-Oh, maybe? Oh, that makes sense. They're, like, main Gene 2 legendaries. I think I am, that's what it was. I am extremely... Uh, into Pokemon games, or I have been in the past. Mm -hmm. Like, 
like for instance, let me. There was a period in time when I had a Pokemon game from from every single generation, almost. I think yep. for like two, and I had completed every single one that I'd played and put about 200 hours into each. And on my 3DS, because like until just uh, a couple years ago, I only had a 3DS, so that was the only like. We oh we had a PS3, but I spent all my time on this 3DS, and I have like like five Pokemon games with like 200 hours on them. You know, like I've just sunk so much time into them. I'm extremely well versed on Pokemon. But I've still just barely seen any of the show or even any of the movies. You know, I'm so happy you said that because I just got my like DS, DSi, 2DS, Game Boy back after like not having oh. them for like two years. And uh, I, I never finished Omega Ruby. And uh, I'm kind of glad I never started, but more on that later. And I just started getting back into Moon, which I never finished. That's a great um, game. I just remembered vaguely being on some dock, like, with, like, ships on it. And sure enough, it's where I was when I started playing again. I was like, huh, not, not much has changed in two years. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I have to say, I think what I've heard is that the term old geners refers to people that if you don't basically if you don't like black and white you're an old gener anything past there if you think it's like well they strayed away from pokemon but i, I love black and white a lot <laughs> i think the term is uh gen one is basically i think it's if you enjoy anything past generation three then you're a fake fan you know that's what those kind of gatekeeping so, have, yeah which is okay. ridiculous because it's so dumb the Pokemon, I think, I have to agree, the Pokemon looked the best in the first two generations. They were, like, the most... The you know, first creative. two? Three, personally, for me. I, I believe that, okay. like, Ruby and Sapphire still have good Pokemon in them. Yes. Oh, like, the literal Pokemon? Like, how creative they were with them? Yeah. Because that's generally what the Gen 1 view is, is that, the new, you know, they go, oh, you know, Trubbish and Vanillite, you know, which is the rubbish <laughs> and I Pokemon from Generation 5, and yes, yeah. those are bad, but these Gen 1ers don't think about the fact that, you know, one of the Pokemon in Generation 1 is a fucking rock with arms. Like, <laughs> and, a is, and a Pokeball. And a Pokeball that's upside down. You ain't playing my pal. Gen, Gen 1 is not a good thing to cite for creativity. They really, like, it's creative only in the sense that that was the first time it was made. Yeah, and like one this... all creative. Like, yeah, of and of course, but then like obviously Steelix is a ripoff of um, wow, this is bad. Am I a fake fan? What is he called? Onyx. Onyx. Ste Wait, no, it's an evolution, isn't it? Yeah, bro. What are you saying? I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I forgot I that like, was it Gen three that started introducing like evolved or pre-evolutions of old gens? Yeah, Gen 4 was when they added, I think it was Gen 4 they added Steelix. It was. Added, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gen, was it, I think it was Gen 2 that added baby versions, right? And then Gen 4 was like the evolved versions. Well, yeah, they did, in Gen 4 they added, a, they added both, because there's, you know, you know the Pokemon Rosalia? Yep, okay, I remember. Yeah, and then like Pichu as well, right? And they added Pichu in Generation 4 as well. And I think they might have put, uh, Hapini in Generation 4 as well, which is the, the pre-evolution pre to uh, Chansey. I was really hoping that's what that was. I was trying not to comment because I didn't recognize the name. <laughs> I got you, I got you. <laughs> yeah, but I had every game up until a certain point. I think, actually, right now, I still have every game except um, Sun and Moon 2 and Sword and Shield. And listen, let me tell you, my deal with Pokemon is... I just love the feel of a Pokemon game. You start oh, the game, yeah. you train your Pokemon. I don't care how creative they are. Give me a rock with arms. Give me a stick with arms. Like, I just want, I just want a Pokemon game, right? But yeah. I have to say, I'm not too nitpicky, but the things they're doing more recently, like, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee, and Sword and Shield, I feel like they're trying to transition to mobile, and I don't like it. Oh, it's like game. they're, yeah. they're all, games are also getting way too easy for starters. You actually had to yeah. like team build back in the day. Now it's like, 
oh, you use rock, I use water, I win big strong, and it, like, doesn't oh, matter yeah. anymore. <laughs> it's literally, yeah, I, because I've, yeah, I've been playing, I, the way that I played the games, um, is in 2016, I got Pokemon Pearl, so, like, a Gen 4 game. Gosh, and I love Gen 4 so much. Oh, it's, it's my favorite one. I think that's then, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, and then I got a Gen 5 game, and then a Gen 6 game, and then a Gen 7 game, so I played through the generations, and I experienced the game getting easier. And in Sun and Moon, it is, like, not hard. You know, like, it is so easy. The Z-moves are so stupid. I, I'm sorry. They're I broke. hate them. Yeah. They're dumb. Because, totally like, what's the point of the fight? <laughs> and if you, yeah, if you have them in your Pokedex, or, like, if you've even encountered them before, you know exactly which moves are effective against them. Yes! It requires no memory. <laughs> like, I always, I literally always forget. I always think that is fighting super effective on dark. Uh, yes. But like, I always mix up stuff like that, and that's part of the game. You forgot, therefore yeah, you're yeah. taking damage, and they're not. Like, you should have to remember it. And it literally just says this move's super effective. This one's not. I'm like, well, I guess I'm switching Pokemon. I would have tried that, but thank you. Yeah. Also, yeah, I also don't. Also, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually, I've been. Half the reason I have hundreds of hours on my games is because I, I shiny hunt like a motherfucker. Oh, okay. You're one of and those. It's not... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, come on, come on. All right, look. I don't have anything against you. It's just like, I just, yeah. it's just you're just a yeah. different, you're a different kind of player. That's all. I have, yeah, put too much time. I've got about like 50 shinies. Including... My gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Holy including, crap. Uh, Couple shiny starters. Uh, yeah, a couple legendaries. Uh, it's too much time. My biggest. L oh my gosh, shiny legendaries! Don't you just have to like restart the battle over and over? You do, dude. But you, I, oh yeah, you it, it took me too long to get a new two. It took me like a couple weeks. But my longest, my longest. Um, well, okay, my biggest flex for one is I don't know whether you, I don't know how much you know about shiny hunting, but um, in the older games, the odds are hard, like way more. It's way harder to get shinies in the DS ones. So yeah. black below is one in eight thousand, and all the newer ones are one in four thousand. But on my original Game Boy Advance, I have a shiny Mudkip on my Pokemon Sapphire, which took me like about five or like four four or five months to catch to find. And when I Cat? finally, well, you can I, find it in the wild. No, I was. I was, uh, in ca you know how when you decide what Pokemon you choose and you do the encounter yeah. trying to save them? I did that thousands of times. Thousands and oh thousands. Oh my gosh. Tell me you had, like, another game to play on the side while you were doing that. I would, yeah, I would shiny hunt. I would try and find, um, some shiny monkey on there. And then I would have my 3DS and my DSi set up with other Pokemon games. And I would try and find them as well. Oh, that's not what I had in mind. <laughs> but okay. Yeah, I was I, like, I, yeah, you know, have a normal Pokemon experience over here. No, I was shiny hunting on four games at once. Okay. I, I, have, I have shiny hunted on, I think, three at once is my best. And then watch, been watching YouTube while doing it as well. But Dang. It's a great flex. My actual biggest flex, though, is my Game Boy Advance. It's an extremely rare uh, Game Boy Advance, which is only like, they only sold in New Zealand. Like, lucky bastard. <laughs> and it's in basically perfect condition, dude. It's my greatest, my greatest achievement is that I my dad have, gave. Me. I don't have any special devices, man. Like, the most special thing about my device collection is that the DSi has a Sonic case on it. That's not special at all. <laughs> well, you know what I do have. I do have an original Pokemon Yellow before they reprinted them, so that's something. That, that's and pretty good. Amazon, that used to be worth like 170 but then they reprinted them, and it's like, well, it's not worth anything now, and I'm like, but uh, but, it's, but it's original. It's like, yeah, but we just made exact copies, so it doesn't matter. I'm like, well, that's not cool. Yeah, that ain't Pokemon cool. Blue used to be $400. I don't think it is anymore, unless maybe they kind of delegitimized the reprints. I don't know. But, um, well, hey, I mean, man, I, I think... Go ahead. I think uh, they were thought anyway because of how old they are. Right, I would think so. But, like, literally the price had gone down, and that was very sad. Oof, that's unfortunate. 
But, um, I'm sure in the future it's gonna be like, wait, but this one was printed first, so it'll, like, the yeah. price will go back up. But, uh, hey, man, I think we're just about at the end of our rope here with the, the recording time. The, the producers are knocking at the door. Yeah. Um, they want to get the next people in. Okay. You know, as the, oh, that's them right there. Um, I hey, man, I think what's, um, what's definitely maybe pick up the next episode we talk with Pokemon. I'm sure I'll have played, I'm probably a finished moon by then. Okay, maybe we have a we we'll have a battle over over during the podcast, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, maybe I'll have dabbled in shiny hunting by then, but I doubt it because I hate grinds. I love the adventure. <laughs> yeah, then shiny hunting is not for you, my friend. <laughs> yeah, no, I have one legitimate shiny, and it's only because I someone traded it to me, and I don't know what on earth I offered them for that. But oh. Okay, real quick, there was this, and yes, judge me all you want, internet, but yes, I have played Roblox games, and there is a one, there's one on, there's one on there, it's Pokemon, and yeah. if you ever wanted Pokemon to be an MMO, this is your game. No, I don't remember the name, find it yourself, but <laughs> there's a lot of them, but legitimately, I found a shiny haunter on my first day, and I'm like, oh, look. Shiny rates are higher on this. Oh, that's not very special, is it? No. No. No, I just got really lucky. And I never saw another shiny the rest of the time I played that game. And guess what happened to that save file? Is it still Never there? saved. Oh, no. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll just I'll just go on this route until I find another shiny haunter. No. No. I actually got lucky. And I've never been more upset at anything in Pokemon in my life. Because it, Shiny Haunter is pitch white and it looks so freaking cool. I was so upset. I gotta break it. It's only pitch white in the Roblox one. <laughs> well, what does it look like normally? Uh, the normal Shiny Haunter has a blue tongue and it's slightly darker. It's actually a really shit shiny. And when was it released? Like, when was Haunter able to be shiny? Always? Uh, it's been able to be shiny since, like, 2002. What in the world? Yeah, Maybe that was, like, some ultra, like, exclusive type thing. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't official, right? So, the person who made it probably no. just said, This is a shit shiny, let's make it a better one. Because I, I would love a white, was. a white shiny one. <laughs> that would be so fucking, like, sick. It looked so cool. He was gonna be my favorite Pokemon and everything, and then just oh wait, you, 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 you didn't save. Whoops, because yeah. like all Roblox games just save your progress automatically, except this one because they're like we gotta be true to the games. I was so mad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the producers are peeking in now, and they're making like throat slicing motions it's oh, making wow. me a little uncomfortable yeah i think um yeah, I'll, I'll make my exit <laughs> all right well it's nice having you on man. yeah dude that was a good time how do you feel being the um the first guest in the podcast the way it was originally intended when we were gonna have a two-man podcast i feel unbelievably honored and if these producers would let me stay any longer i would do like a 10-minute speech about how much i love mm -hmm. it but I'll just, I'll, I'll just settle for, fuck, yes. Yeah, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for this. So many people in our circle are excited for this. Yeah. Not to pat myself on the back, and I'm not, because I think five people will listen to this, but I am thoroughly excited and happy for this. I already have people yeah. that I think will be interested to come on, and I think you really set it off on the right tone there. Oh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm on it, and I'm keen to do it again, man. It's good, good times. Yeah, man, for sure. We, we you will be back on this podcast. It will happen. <laughs> that sounds sounds like a plan, man. Yeah. Well, um, let's wrap this up and uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Say bye, Sundog. Bye, Sundog. No, oh, we got a funny guy. You got the jokes. Yeah, that's me. The producers uh, are not laughing. They're not laughing. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, guys. Um, see you next time on King's Kitchen. I hope you all have a lovely evening, morning, or whatever it is. Um, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, good night. 
I go best to fight in my own sense. I pretend.